You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. everyone and welcome to another episode of on the turnbuckle here on my podcast house.com or whatever you're listening to us on thank you so much for joining us walshy and lyle a very good evening to you guys very good day tony how are you lyle, i'm well thank you mate lyle how are you i'm doing well mate hope uh, you guys are well excellent i'm okay now thanks for asking to, did you get to watch the super bowl uh, yes, I had a, had the day off for the Super Bowl. It was good. It was really good. It was a, basically a four Ironman matches back-to-back with a, probably a little bit extra. You know, it's a five- or six-hour day. Tony, you know, you enjoy sport. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. An amazing, uh, an amazing result. And I'm wrapped because I've got a, uh, an old Tom Brady card from about 15 years ago from when I used to collect. Uh, yeah. Card, so I'm wondering whether that might have gone up in value. Well, definitely gone up in value, Tony. Um, just the cards that got released earlier this year and last year have already gone up tenfold. So hold on, it'll <sighs> be worth something. You got anything that's worth anything? Oh, uh, I'm hoping in the future. Yeah. I, I I did spend a invested my money in a uh, a Liger figure from Go. Figure collectibles oh. uh, on the weekend, mate. When did you it's on a, the weekend? No, well, it's a doll. A figure, action no, figure. No, it's a doll. It's a doll. It's still in the box, so it's not a doll yet. How much did you pay for that? Uh, oh, sorry, what did you tell the, your wife you paid for it? I told her I paid fifteen dollars for it as a smart investment. And what did uh, you pay for it? Well. I didn't get that much past the door and my kids put me straight in and said he paid $140 for it. (laughs) So obviously I didn't bribe the kids well enough. Um, But that's about right. About 10% of the investment is about what you tell the wife. uh, (laughs) When I invest $500 on the TAB on a weekend, I tell her that I lost 50. So about 10% is right. Disgraceful. Have some respect. Uh, I've just got to buy my kids off better. Yes. Next time, I think. Yeah, but next yeah, time, I'm three uh, like adults. Well, I've been looking on eBay because there is different uh, versions of it. Um, I think I'm hooked on the figure bug again. So, um, JXT's been in my inbox during the week and on the weekend. So, yeah, we might go hunting together soon, Tony. Figure hunting. Hmm. What would be the most expensive? It's actually called doll shopping, Tony. Doll They're shopping. Doll shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's the most expensive figure. They can call what he wants, but it's doll shopping. Uh, Wrestling figure. I, I did see there is a just the head of a Hulk Hogan doll. Um, yeah, that they would use as the um, what do you call it? A stencil or the mold? The mold. So it's a one of one, and that was selling yeah. for four thousand dollars on eBay. Oh, and that's Lord. just the head, and it's just grey. It's not not. It's just the mold. Um, yeah, wow! I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think I'd be able to slip that one past the missus. This is oh, enthralling, guys. Enthralling. Yeah. Uh, what have you been doing, Walshy? Not much. Laying down. Not much. Laying, laying down, down a fair bit. Oh, you done your back again? Oh, it's okay now, but yeah, earlier, oof, mm. not good. Now I've been forced to have one-on-one. Sessions with Gore, which is not yeah. something I'm looking forward to. Did I tell him having a knee operation next week? Yep. No. Oh, First time okay. hearing of it. Yeah, we told you we don't care. I don't know why you keep bringing it up. We do thank, of course, Australian Wrestling Network 
which is one of the best wrestling networks in the world, right up there with the WWE network, I think, in regards to content. Um, if you're I know for old got, Aussie content, this is the place to go. I know they've just put up the much-hyped um, PCW show from January has just gone up there. So, yeah, um, yeah so if you've got the AWN, yeah, check that show out because um, I really enjoyed that show. Actually, I think it would be better than the WWE Network in regards to Australian content. Well, it's definitely got more Royce Chambers on it than the yeah. WWE Network. There you go. Any word on the circus shows going up yet, Tony? No, I haven't. Uh, no, our lawyers haven't yeah. spoken. Okay. Well, your lawyers are still busy dealing with the current turnbuckle crew that we discussed last week. Yes, they are looking into that in regards to uh, infringement of some sort. Has the cease and desist gone out yet? Uh, yes, but not necessarily from me to them. Is there any truth <laughs> to the? Is there any truth to the rumor? that the cease and desist has gone out to some bloke called Terry Knuckle um, or Terry Buckle or something because you got the name wrong of this podcast. Uh, well, I'm letting my lawyers handle that, so I can't <laughs> confirm or deny and, uh, that. And for some reason, it's on behalf of On The Grid. Yes. I was about to say, his uh, colleagues at On The Grid are thinking, who the hell is this turnbuckle crew? And why do we care that they're using that name? <laughs> why are we suing them? Well, Get your act together, Tom. Yeah. Hey, uh, someone that has definitely got their act together is Matt Diamond, and we're really looking forward to seeing him uh, at Deathmatch Down Under this weekend. Yeah, uh, provided the borders stay open. Yes. Well, but Sydney, South Australia, is he? Yeah, no, no. Sydney, I think we might be fine. South Australia might be the worry. Um, yeah. yeah fingers, fingers, crossed, fingers crossed everyone keeps doing the right thing. Wear your mask. There'll be some nervous promoters around the country right now. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. got a, I've got a feeling we're not going to see the grandfather of wrestling anytime soon. Now, Perth's now its own country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you thought I, Perth was on its own uh, pre-COVID, it's definitely uh, during. Don't worry about that. It, Perth, it's not West Western Australia anymore. It's West of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to cut like a hole, and they're trying to drift themselves off from the rest of Australia now. They won't be missed. No, I'd like to put their army up against ours. I don't. I don't want war, Tony. Give no, peace no, a chance. Do I. No, neither do I. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, that's a good commercial. There's a good commercial on the moment where the, they break down the wall for the lamb and the young girl goes to granddad. Oh, granddad, we're no longer the United States of Australia. I haven't seen it, Tony. Oh, okay. It's got Sam Kickapitri. I only watch streaming services. Not many ads. Tony's, in my Tony, Tony gets to catch up on the ads during Neighbours every night. Oh, okay. okay. Actually, Neighbours is very interesting at the moment. Very. I'll take your word. I'll take your word for it, Tony. Is Lasseter still the place to be, Tony? Lasseter's is. And Dippy and Shane are going through a really hard time at the moment. Who? Dippy and Shane. Who the hell Shane is, is Shane? Shane is Tony's brother. You should know Tony because he used to be a wrestler on Neighbours. Tony's still I managed, on the show. I managed, I managed Tony the got Ox. more brothers? Tony's, I managed the Ox got... to. I managed the Ox who wrestled Toadfish. How's Tony? Haven't you seen that episode? Got more? No, no, I haven't seen that episode you... since since they since Scott and Charlene were in it. Oh, I'll have to show you that episode of me in it. I'm in Neighbours. Oh, you're in Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> I was a rest- and it's got a re- and it's wrestling related. How is yeah, this I was, a, up I was a wrestling manager. Can we get video of that for social media, please, Tony? Yeah, we can for sure. Uh, so I managed. So uh, you well, may hang on. So you've remember. been you've been on Gladiators. Yep. You've been on um, probably the news um, and Crime Stoppers. You've been. <laughs> He's on, on the news for that tattoo on his ass. What was that? Yeah. Oh, I was too. You yes. right. What You've was that? Uh, Neighbours show that James Sherry did. Amazing. Amazing. I was on that. What? You're too old for that, surely. I was. I made a guest appearance as a commentator when I was doing Gladiators. <laughs> it was a bit of cross promotion. Did you okay, win the game? So boy? you're on all of these shows. Yeah. But Jeff's making us 
get a celebrity to vouch for us. You are the know. celebrity. Oh, we've got a good celebrity today. I we've got the Michael biggest Jordan. name. We were able to get the biggest name in basketball. Good get, Good, Tony. that's what we were told we to you'd get. come through. Yep, that's what we were told to get, and that's what we did. So I will, uh, we'll be playing that well, little no, game right. right now. We'll play that later. We better go to our interview because people. Yeah, do we do exactly because she's waiting to talk to us. Her name is Steph Delander, and she's there because she has a massive weekend coming up in wrestling. And she's going Good day, Steph. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me on again, guys. That's always a pleasure. It is always a pleasure. Take us through your last three or four weeks of, uh, of particularly the, the last three or four weeks of uh, travelling for wrestling. Um, so it's been been pretty good. I mean, the start of this year, we haven't had a, I haven't had a show yet. Oh, we were supposed to have a show in Adelaide um, last week. But then the venue actually got flooded. <laughs> so my first show of the year was supposed to be a, uh, a match that I've been meaning to have for pretty much a year now against uh, Lily Blaze, who is one of the girls that they've got at Rampage. Uh, and for some reason, everything turns to shit as soon as I'm involved. Like one time I couldn't make it and then the other time the show got cancelled and then one time my opponent pulled out and then I got injured and now the venue flooded. It's like... It's become a running gag that, like, as soon as I'm involved, like, everything <laughs> just falls apart. Um, so, yeah, that was meant to happen last week, which is a shame. Hopefully we can uh, reschedule that soon. But, yeah, I've been spending the last couple of months in Adelaide just uh, training at Wrestle Rampage and hanging out. So it's been been very fun, actually. And then, of course, um, you're up in Sydney this weekend with the uh, PWA show, and then you come back to Melbourne for uh, Deathmatch Down Under. Yeah, so I've um, got a nice little double header coming up, which is very exciting. Uh, back to the back to the old days. Yeah, so uh, PWA on the Friday, the twelfth, and then death match on the thirteenth, and then um, I think I'm just going to die on the fourteenth. So it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> um, some big matches too that you've got on those two shows. Yeah, then neither of them you can really take a break can you I was like oh is there anywhere in here that I could potentially take it a little bit easy and I can't because I've got Sam Osborne and Uggs so uh yeah they're both gonna be really physical hard-hitting matches um which I'm really excited for so it's gonna be good have you worked against Ugg in a singles match before not at all Ugg and I I mean the only time we've ever worked in the ring together was we did a six-man tag match at uh, in New York at Mania Week. We had, like, the PWA match. Um, so we tagged together in that and just, like, a weird throw together. But other than that, we've never touched each other in the ring. So I'm very excited to see what, what happens. There's a lot you'll be able to do, I think. There is. And that's what I'm excited for because... Um, I mean, obviously, I was from PWA as well. So we've trained together a whole bunch. And he's so big, but he's also very athletic. And I'm quite big, but I also can do a little bit of, you know, athletic stuff there as well. So I'm excited to kind of, you know, come up with something cool. Jeez, I thought I could name drop, but that was just fantastic the way you did that just a second ago. We had a six-man tag in New York. On, on, on <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think, like, what, what we were doing and where it was. But, yeah, it was. It was uh, Mania Week in New York. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, it was fun. Big, it was, uh, if you big, want me to name drop a bit more, it was me what? and Caveman Ugg and I'm pretty sure Unsocial Jordan against who we got Jack Bonza, Robbie Eagles. And I don't know who the sixth person, six person is. Someone very important because everyone in that match was a big deal. Oh, Moretti. It was Mick Moretti. So <laughs> don't, like, forget, don't forget his was, name. It was like an all-star cast. And I wasn't even meant to be in that match. But then I think, oh, no, Robbie was in it. Robbie's schedule got conflicted. Robbie got kicked out because he was double booked with some other show because Mania Week's a mess. So Robbie was out. Bell Pierce was in it. I took Robbie's spot. So I was not booked in that. I was, I was going to watch. I was going to watch. And then that day they were like, shit, Steph, Robbie can't do it. Can you sub in? And I was like, I guess I can be Robbie Eagles for the day. <laughs> Yes, uh, always yeah. bring your gear. Always bring Probably your gear. Oh, yeah, exactly. Especially your... anything in America, it's such a shit fight. Always bring your gear. You never know what's going to happen. Wow. Now, were you uh, meant to head over for the previous WrestleMania week before the world got shut down? Yes. Yeah. So I was, it's 
pretty funny actually. Like, so do you mean last year? Yes. 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 Oh yeah, last yeah. year. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's okay. I don't even know what century it is. It all one. blows <laughs> into one now. Yeah, yeah. it does. I'm, it's like pre-COVID and post-COVID. Like years don't matter. Um, I was. A lot of us were, obviously. But uh, it's kind of it's one of these weird things where it was like, for some reason, we were just kind of putting it off and putting it off and kind of like. Uh, I know Shazza was going because usually all the girls travel together, right? So I know Shazza was going over for like a big three month stint or whatever. So she had that all organized. I think Kellyanne was waiting to hear in between Ring of Honor stuff. Uh, Jess Troy and Charlie Evans haven't booked flights yet, and I hadn't booked flights yet either. And we were all just kind of like, oh, we're just going to leave it, you know, we'll just see how it goes. We were really, really slack with booking flights. Like we all kind of just had a feeling of like, let's just leave it and just book flights last minute. Didn't really make too many plans. And then sure enough, like, you know, everything just popped off. Like I think, you know, poor Shazza, I think she pretty much landed and had to turn straight back around. Like it all kicked off when she was in the air. But yeah, for some reason we just had this weird like omen of like something's not going to go right this year. And yeah, all of a sudden, literally the worst thing ever happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit like that. And you've been you've been caught out with borders a couple of times, um, haven't you? Like being interstates and not being able to get home because of the border shutting and things like that. Yeah, so I've dodged a few things, and I've also got caught in a few things. But it's kind of my fault because I don't stay in one place for too long. Um, But yeah, so when I was when COVID all started to pop off, um, they closed the SA Sydney border, like New South Wales border for like five months, which was a hard slog. Um, cause obviously I wanted to jump back in and cause I was at wrestle rampage match didn't happen cause Kellyanne couldn't make it. So I kept, I tried to go back over. That was part of why I, you know, missed and ruined everything with rampage. So I wanted to get back to uh, Adelaide, but couldn't for like five months. Couldn't get down to Melbourne forever because, I mean, we all know what happens here. And my uh, extended family and my brother live in Melbourne. Um, so I was just stuck in Sydney for a whole bunch of time, which was okay. It wasn't the end of the world. But then finally, whatever, everything opens up. I went to Adelaide for a couple of days uh, in November or something. Had a flight booked back to Sydney. When I got to the airport, uh, I was waiting to board and then they announced that the flight was cancelled and because it's only, you know, one or two flights per day, no flight till the next day. So I was like, whatever, I'll go back to where I was staying in Adelaide, figure it out later. Um, and then, yeah, the next morning, uh, all the COVID stuff in Sydney started popping off. And um, I actually live in Avalon, which is was where it happened. Yeah. Like the Avalon <laughs> Anytime Fitness is like, that's my gym. And I missed the days by like a day. So, yeah, I'm so lucky. If that flight didn't get cancelled, I would have gone, like, straight into lockdown, spent Christmas in lockdown. Like, it would have been so brutal. But, yeah, luckily I didn't go home and I managed to completely skip that outbreak. Like, I haven't been back to Sydney since, I think, the 5th of December um, just because I've been just avoiding COVID. So, yeah, I got to – I had a nice family Christmas in Melbourne while my parents were locked in Sydney. <laughs> that was funny. So, yeah, it's funny thing. <laughs> like, it's just whatever. Yeah, sorry, guys. We had to FaceTime them on Christmas Day, which was funny. Uh, yeah, so just kind of avoiding it and dodging bullets where I can. And uh, next time you're in Sydney, you'll be live on Fight TV. That must be exciting. Oh, dude, it's so exciting. I know it sounds bad, but, like, because I haven't been at PWA for the uh, past couple of months, I haven't been training. I haven't really been around everyone. I'm not really up with the scoop. I didn't even realize that we were going to be on fight. I thought well, we it was, talked I to Matt we Diamond. In, Matt Diamond we said he over. didn't find out. Matt, Matt Diamond said he didn't find out until everyone else found out. So um, oh, I think it was a, a well kept secret. Right. Yeah. Well, same. I messaged Warburg and I was like, what happened to Ovo? He's like, Ovo is not doing streaming anymore. I was like, what's going on? I've been away for too long. Well, that makes me feel better that Matt Diamond didn't know either. Well, um, upside down. Yeah, exactly. But the PWA premiership has gone on to IWTV. I know. I saw that. Day. I was like, wow. Look at us go. Across, How about that? Across two streaming, streaming services. Great for PWA. Yeah, and two very good ones as well, you know. So, stoked. And um, 
the Deathmatch Down Under stuff, did you know, um, see the online buzz when that went, their opening show went online? That must be exciting for you. Yeah, dude, it really popped off. Like, there was a whole lot of buzz around it, um, which was great to see, you know, like, take the Deathmatch aspect out of it for a second. Any Australian wrestling promotion getting that much uh, coverage in America is great, you know, overseas across the whole world, but especially with the American fan base, really cool stuff. So um, I'm really happy for them. I think for any wrestler in Australia that gets to be featured on those shows, that's a really great tool for exposure for them personally, you know? So I think it's very good all around. Yeah. And the fact that they're doing the heavyweights, they're doing the tag division. There's a bit of, it's a bit of a variety show. It's not all about the death matches. It's, it's more of a, there's something for everyone sort of show. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, like when you first hear the name, it's a bit like, Oh shit. You know, like where I was like, I don't know if that's anything I'm going to do. But then, you know, when I was told my match was going to be with Ugg and it was not going to be a death match, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, I 100% want to be a part of this, you know? And that's the thing. Like, I watched the first show and, yeah, you're right. You've got tag stuff. You've got intergender stuff. You, then you've got your death match stuff. You've got the heavyweights. Like, you are right. There is a lot, a lot for everyone. So, uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see what they do this year. Yeah, and having the wrestlers coming out and watching the matches from the crowd and stuff, it was a good atmosphere in the first show. So, I'm looking forward to the follow-up this weekend. I'll tell you what I'm excited and what I have been excited about is the fact that in 2019, we all said, every wrestler, every person involved with wrestling here in Australia, was that we were going on the right path. Everything's going along really nicely. This is, this is looking good. COVID comes in 2020, and 2021 had the potential to be a really shit start to the year because nothing had really happened in 2020. But... The way it's come back, and it's come back with such an explosion with new promotions, new deals on international TV streaming services and like, it's just it's as if COVID never happened. It's like there was so much work done during that period, which all credit to the promoters and everyone else who have been able to do that work while there was no wrestling. Well, that's the thing, right? You know, like when uh, pre-COVID, for me personally, it was all about going overseas, physically being in another country, being in America, exposing myself to the fans in that way and trying to get noticed in that way. Um, At the moment, obviously, that's not an option, not for me, not for anyone else. So I think we've all just had to turn to, right, okay, what can we do right now to get ourselves noticed? And at the moment, that's digitally, you know? So I think that's why so many promotions are now being featured on Fight and IWTV and all these other streaming platforms because... You know, the only way now is through online stuff. You know, there's no anyone that had any dreams of going overseas this year to wrestle. I think that's quite uh, unrealistic, at least for the first half. So I think we're just kind of making the best of a bad situation, working with what we've got. And, you know, in the meantime, we can work on our performance, work on our characters, work on our gear, lighting, music, setups, all of that kind of stuff that we can control. And then when we can go back to having huge crowds and we can go back to going overseas, hopefully we've created a bit more buzz for ourselves in the meantime. And we've got the luxury of having all of our best guys and girls in the country at the same time for the first time in who knows how long. Exactly. Everyone's here. In what world would we be having Jess Troy versus Robbie Eagles if COVID didn't exist? You know, like we're getting all these like dream matchups that probably would never happen if everyone was all over the place. But we've got everyone here, like Charlie Evans and Carl Fletcher, like we would never have them otherwise. You know what I mean? They would be long gone. But now that everyone's back and everyone's stuck here, and not to mention we've got guys like Jax Jordan and Ben Anderson and the guys that do our filming and our videos and stuff, and, you know, Mikey J and all the stuff that he's done, there are so many great video people in the country as well that it's like, You know, it's kind of perfect that sweet now that everything is about like the on-demand streaming, how lucky are we that we've got so many talented uh, videographers in the country? I agree 100%. I think wrestlers will be able to travel internationally to New Zealand and Tasmania uh, this year, so you guys will be fine. Um, Yeah, dude, the New Zealand scene is going to pop off like it never has before. Yeah, hopefully we get in an Australian-New Zealand bubble and guys can travel back and forth. Didn't we just Honestly, kick them out like, of the bubble? I see 
I see Japan travel being much more feasible than uh, America or the UK. So I think that's going to be the kind of next step for people. Yeah. But for you, like if you go to Japan, um, that's a real point of difference for you. You can stand out a lot in Japan because a lot of the wrestlers are so much smaller. Um, I feel like you could have a lot of success there. Yeah, definitely. Like I would, I would love to. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, again, my goal was WWE and it still is, but you know, right now, obviously I'm not going to be in America for the next year or two. If Japan is an option, I would love to do it, you know, and having people like Madison Eagles and Hartley Jackson and, you know, having friends and connections and coaches and people vouching for you can really help in situations like that. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely would love to go to Japan. Um, and you are, I've had quite a few people tell me, you know, I would do well there because I'm so big. Uh, I think it would be a great, uh, I don't know what the word is, a great kind of, it's like a spanner in the works, but it's not a bad one. You know, like it's a yeah, little kind a good of, detour, a good little detour. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a really cool detour. So, yeah, if I could make that happen at some point, that would be um, very awesome. Now, you are training over in Adelaide and have been for an extended period of time. Um, having done so much with PWA, what's it like training at Wrestle Rampage? Um, Rampage is so hard. Like, <laughs> like PWA is very hard. And then Rampage is like just a level of like psychopath stuff. <laughs> like, it's great. I love it. I'm learning so much. And I, it's, it's kind of, um, it's kind of like the kick up the bum that I needed, especially because at the moment I'm living with AJ Istria, who is head coach. So it's no question of whether I hide. feel like going to training or not. It's <laughs> get in the car. We're going to training. Um, so it's been a bit kind of, uh, bit kind of camp style in that way, but yeah, it's, it's really good. It's very, you know, it's similar to PWA in a lot of ways in a sense of at PWA, we are, influenced by Madison Eagles and Robbie Eagles and all of the stuff that they've done in Japan and overseas and things that they've picked up along the way. Um, we've got quite a heavy Japanese influence, obviously, from Robbie being in New Japan. Uh, at Rampage, their structure is heavily influenced by what Hartley Jackson has done in Japan um, and also things he's picked up from working with WWE as well. So it's there's a lot of things that we do that are very similar. Um, but I'm also learning new different stuff as well. So it's kind of, I like training in different environments because you're getting out of your comfort zone and you're forced to kind of get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You know, like every ring feels different. Every rope feels completely different. Everything is so training partners are different. Coaching is different. Counting is different. Like last week I got kind of snapped at because I counted squats wrong because I went back to the Robbie way and I was meant to be doing the rampage way, you know? So everything is, you know, you're getting used to something new, which I think, especially if you want to progress, like for me, if I want to get to a certain level one day and if I want to be in WWE one day or somewhere else, uh, the more I can prepare myself for being uncomfortable in those situations and still having to perform, I think uh, the more it'll help me. So yeah, it's, I, I enjoy training different places. All that time off wrestling in 2020, have you come back and do you feel stronger than you've ever been? Um, it's hard to say because I don't feel like I've had enough matches yet to really get in my groove. You know what I mean? Like everything's been quite sporadic. Like you'll have a match and then you've got nothing for six weeks and then you've got another one, but then you've got nothing. So I think once it gets a bit more regular and it's, every month, every three weeks, every two weeks or whatever, I think I'll then start to feel a bit more in, in my groove, you know, because as much as you train and as much as you think you're ready for stuff, nothing compares to actually having a match. Mm. So I think I'll feel more confident once I'm getting more of those reps of just having matches a bit more often. But, yeah, like my body's feeling good. I'm definitely feeling strong. I'm training very hard. But, yeah, as I said, I think just a few more actual, like, matches – to kind of shake off a bit of that rust, I'll feel a lot more confident. Speaking of someone who is feeling confident, um, it would be remiss of us not to mention Indy Hartwell, who is your best friend. Um, she sure is. What's it like seeing her have such great success in the last few months? Um, it's the best thing 
I could ever hope for bar me being in her shoes. <laughs> you know, like it's, I feel like it's me winning every time I see her get something. Uh, it's very, it's very, very heartwarming. Like my mum texts me all the time and is like, I'm watching NXT because Indy's on it. I'm watching NXT because Indy's doing this and Indy's doing that. And did you know Indy's in a tag team? And wow, her new gear looks so good. Like it's just, it's so cute to see even my parents getting amongst it. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like she's just she's one of those people where since the day she started wrestling, she said, this is what I want to do. I want to be in WWE. And she took every single step that she needed to to get there. And now she's got it, you know. So it's like, how can you fault that? Like, how could you be anything other than absolutely stoked when it's like she set this huge goal for herself, which I'm sure she had plenty. of, And I say the same shit. I'm sure you've got plenty of people that are telling you, you know, like, come on, settle down. That's a bit ambitious. But she was like, no, that's what I wanted to do. Kept working um, and got there. So it's, uh, yeah, there's, it's funny because I think a lot of people think, you know, like, oh, surely you're bitter and jealous and this and that and whatever. Um, But it's, no, it's so, it's just the coolest thing in the world. How could you not? Like, I pinch myself sometimes. I'm like, how is that? You know, how did we go from MCW, you know, like running storylines together and having our matches and whatever? How were we in Thornbury Theatre two years ago or last year? And now you're, you know, wrestling on national television. So it's very, very yeah. cool. And, I mean, there are certain wrestlers who you see the first time and you think that person um, will probably get to WWE. And Indy was one of them. But you are another one where people watch and think that that's the place where you should end up. Um, so I think that you're definitely on the right track as well. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's all timing. You know what I mean? Like it's – and that's – that's something that I've had to learn over the years. Like when I, for instance, when I was injured, so when I had my shoulder surgery and I was on the shelf, that was pretty much as Indy was getting signed. So I was getting her ready to go to the WWE event where she was sitting with Canyon and she was, it was all happening for her. And I was with her when she was getting the phone calls. And I remember standing in Thornbury theater in the crowd, watching Canyon in the rafters, watch Indy wrestle you know, and it's, yeah, there was, you know, that day I sat and I cried for 20 minutes to my mum, and I said to her when I was crying, I said, I'm not upset that Indy's getting this. I just so wish it was me as well. You know, I wish that I could be a part of it. Um, but at the end of the day, my mum was like, shut up. Today's not about you. You know, there will be a time, whether it's a year, two years, three years, whatever, there will be a time when it's your time. But now it's about indie, so shut up and be there for indie, and that's all I've tried to do, you know, because I just I have faith that things will happen for me when they are meant to. And the beauty of it is, you'll have a friend over there who's all set up, and you can just waltz in. Yeah, exactly. I'll just come in, and be like, "So, what's the deal? What do we got?" <laughs> Where's you've, my room? You've got a lot. You've got a lot of friends over there at the minute. Yeah, dude. It's like there's so, like. There's quite a few Americans that I know and that I'm friends with, but like they just keep plucking Australians left and right that it's just getting funny at this point. So, yeah, there's a lot of people that I know that are over there. What does the next uh, month or two hold for you? Plenty of work? Um, hoping that more wrestling shows happen, to be honest. Like I know certain places are trying to get things working, but it's so touch and go with COVID, you know, like especially with every state constantly having an outbreak left, right and centre. The venues... Like I know venues are being such a pain for certain places because they can only hold certain amount of capacities and this and that and whatever. So, I mean, I'm hoping to be back in MCW soon. I'm not on the February show, uh, but hopefully I will be back there very soon. Uh, Deathmatch as well. Obviously got that. Hopefully they'll bring me back in. PWA, I'll be there as many shows as we're having. Hopefully Rampage gets things sorted as well. And uh, anyone else that wants me on, I will be there. So hopefully, uh, yeah, everyone just kind of starts locking in some more dates. But, yeah, as I said, uh, especially with interstate stuff, it is very hard to lock in the venues. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. Hey, Steph, we really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Good luck this coming weekend. It's a massive weekend with PWA and also Deathmatch Down Under for you. And uh, you'll rest well, as you said, on Sunday, I'm sure. I sure will. Thanks for your time. Steph Delander joining us here on the Turnbuckle.
And welcome back, part two of On the Turnbuckle. She's one of my favourites, Steph Delander. She just finicked him. You could talk to her all night. Well, you tried to, um, <laughs> Tony, but she had to leave. Just a lovely um, girl. She just had- a lovely girl. Let's just hope that um, she isn't a jinx and that COVID doesn't keep her away from her commitments this weekend. <laughs> we hear Adelaide yeah. closing the borders. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully she gets to Sydney quick so then she can still get to her match on Friday night, PWA, and then down to Melbourne for a death match down under. Fingers crossed. Yes, exactly. Uh, boys, we had, a, uh, we had a good weekend. We went and saw the... MCW Homecoming show, their first show for 2012, and their first show pretty much for 12 months. And under the new management, their first show ever. Sorry? Um, under their new management, yes, first show correct. ever. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was good. Yep. The, um, the, new, the new setup, the new stage and the lighting, it, yeah, the, the room looks really pretty Walking walking in. Um, I'll tell you what I did like. I liked how they – I had a chat to Rowan on the night, and we're hoping to get Rowan on the podcast shortly, but uh, I had a chat to Rowan, and apparently those mirrors at the back have always been there. They just used to be covered up. Oh, okay. Makes okay. the room look a bit bigger as well. I think the, um, is it just me or was the ring a lot bigger? It is a new ring. It's a WWE size ring, I believe. Oh, Okay. I just thought it looked bigger because we're a bit further away. No, it was bigger. Okay, fair enough. You know what Um, I reckon? You know what I reckon? The only issue with for me with the ring was the ring apron kept on falling down on it. I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. Because Tony was in the balcony, he could see it. Yeah, I could see everything from the balcony level. Um, We had we had to be seated, so that was the. Big negative of the night for me. We had to yeah, I hate we, we like to stand at MCW shows. We got our spot, but you know, COVID. But we had to be seated. Rules are rules. I um. That's look, right. Look, the matches were fantastic. Um, oh, definitely. In ring, in ring, MCW is not going to go. You're not going to go wrong. And um, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the squat guy, Mikey Broderick. Oh, he, uh, he think- yes, he went over very well. Oh, the um, crowd loved him. He's definitely got himself booked for more shows coming up with that crowd reaction. And I thought Ugg was fantastic too. Ugg did a really good job with it. Yeah, I mean, Sporting I do like life. a comedy match. I don't like a comedy match in a title match per se, but I think you get away with it your first show back. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I would have liked more stories to be told, but it's the first show, so we'll give them some a bit of a hall pass on that and wait and see what happens at Ballroom Brawl. But, uh, yeah, the wrestling was um, was all really good. Yeah. Well, that, um, that, that, main, that main event, those guys absolutely brutalised each other, you know. Well, talk about having no ring rust. Oh, man. Uh, um, yeah, absolutely crazy. Some of the spots, yeah, they absolutely killed, killed themselves for the fans. So, yeah, so I, I think it's – um, yeah, I mean, Brooksy's obviously been working in Adelaide, but he he raised he raised his level for sure. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm saw Mitch got injured in the Brat Pack match, so I'm not sure how um, how he is. But and it looks like the Philippe's are turning heel, which um, I'm interested. I'm more interested in them as heels. I think that'll be that'll be good. I think I think Tom always works his best when he's a heel. Yeah, but it seemed to be Stevie was the one who got petulant, which um, yeah, it'll be good for Stevie. I think it'll test his range. Yep, yeah, different story. It's good. Yeah, so what that was you, uh, good set, good and voice. that's up and uh, watchable. If you didn't get to see it, boys, on Vimo. On what? M- Is it MCW on, v- on demand? Vimeo, yeah. Uh, Vimeo, yeah. I I, uh, I tuned in. And rewatched it again Monday night. Yeah, the, the room looks really. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I was watching it as well, um, a bit after you. Um, and it was interesting because I thought the first match was really poorly shot. Like it was really up close and I was, um, I was struggling in. with some of the camera shots. 
Um, But by the end of the show, that seemed to have been rectified. So um, that's interesting. Like it's full credit to be able to to change that on the run. But they're definitely putting a lot of um, value on that on that um, on the way the show looks and on that um, production value. So um, for a first show, it was really good, and we'll wait and see. what they do over the next few months. Ballroom Brawl next month's already sold out. Everyone loves yep. the Rumble. I'm, we've got tickets, but unfortunately in the front row. So I need to, if anyone wants a front row seat and they've got a seat somewhere else, inbox me. I'm happy to swap. Hey, but then I'll get a seat. Preferably the back row. Yes. Preferably, preferably row. if you are in the back row, but you want to be in the front row, legit slide Why don't we want to be in the front row? I don't want to ever be in the front. I don't like the front row, Tony. You don't have a ticket. You don't have a ticket, Tony. Yeah, but hang on. If you sit in the back row, then I've got to sit next to someone that I don't even know. Why? You could swap with us. Well, if you swap seats with them, then where am I going to go? We've only got two seats, Tony. But there's three of us. We figured. Uh... Yeah, but you always always try and shoe on yourself onto the balcony. There is no balcony. What? So you're just dumping me. No, I've seen you up in the balcony on Saturday. You were doing squats for half the night. Tony, there's no balcony deathmatch down under. We're not talking about deathmatch down under. Talking about ballroom brawl, MCW next month. Oh, you got front row tickets for that. (laughs) Someone else got front row tickets and then I didn't have tickets, so I got his. So now I've got two front row tickets and I need to trade my way back. So hit us up if you want front row tickets. For we'll ballroom brawl. If you've got back row tickets and you want front row, legit hit us up. What about if they've got balcony tickets? There aren't bal- balcony tickets are comps, Tony. <laughs> You'll oh, be up okay. there doing squats again, like you were well, on Saturday. Nah, he right? won't be able to go up the stairs next month because he's getting his knee. Oh, replaced. that's right. That's right. Yeah, you were yes, doing unfortunately, it won't be a ballroom brawl, which is a shame. Are we having ballroom? <laughs> what? You got a ballroom ball? Who's bald? Ballroom ball. Brawl. Anyway, what's next? Let's get through this. Yeah, okay. Uh, You've made us record in the middle of the night. I'm tired. Yeah, we PWA Black Label returns live on Fight TV. Some more good old Aussie wrestling on Fight TV. Yes, live streaming. So. Hopefully well, everything goes out. right. So the only way you can see it is on Fight TV. So Fight Jump TV on. sold out. No, the show. The tickets oh, are sold out. Okay. There's some big matches on there too. So I'm looking forward. Our mate Matty Dolan is on it, isn't he? Yeah, they've got a they've got a cinematic match. Yeah, the uh, prefix in looks like a school playground. Play. It's um, a playground brawl. Yeah, interesting, interesting. All the reports coming out of PWA at the minute, it's a masterpiece. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, yeah, just wrestling fun. PWA do enjoy their wrestling fun. So <laughs> I can't wait for Jim Cornette to watch it. Look, it's either going to be the best thing in Australian wrestling or the worst thing. We'll wait and see. <laughs> and even if it's the worst thing, it can still be the best thing. It can't be worse. It can't be worse than the last Matt Hardy cinematic match. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, Steph Delander versus uh, Sam Osborne. Looking forward to that one as well, Tony. Yes, so hopefully he doesn't much. break her leg. Yes, very, very much. Uh, Death match down under returns with smashing sandcastles. What? Smashing sandcastles. You've- you said sandcastles. Sandcastles. Sand castles. Oh. Anyway, castle or castle? And we definitely don't have front row tickets for this, Tony. The the show uh, the it's the I, I say castle, but you know each to their own. Um, yeah, that's sold out as well. So if you haven't got a ticket, the only way to get a ticket at the moment, the only two tickets left, is being given away by Snapmares. So go to yes, Snapmare's social media and 
And that's the only way you're going to get tickets to that show. Otherwise, you'll need to wait a couple of weeks and it will go on air um, on indie wrestling. Um, can I just say that the promos and pre-match hype videos that Deathmatch Down Under are doing at the moment is sensational. Yeah, yes. they're the back and forth with uh, Richie and JXT. Um, you know, the, the body guy and the backyard guy, oh, the interplay has been great. Um, um, Jake Andrew Arthur, that one was class. Like he's doing, was, he's, he's doing his best promo work of his career at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, uh, that backstage press conference look that they did for him and, yeah, he just – it's like a, a Japanese-style uh, wrestling yeah, uh, and Murdoch, promo. Murdoch and, and Royce had a good one as well. So and I'm leaving yeah, people a lot of out because everything's been good. Yeah, Steph, Steph uh, sent down. Oh, that was good right as well. Too. Yeah, that was Very great good. As well. Production values are off the charts, obviously coming from uh, the PWA crew there. No, she was but, in uh, Adelaide when she shot that, mate. Well, we, well there you go. <laughs> Maybe she got someone in. Uh, Did you listen when we interviewed her just then? I know where she was, but that doesn't mean she didn't uh, put stuff into the cloud and Dropbox it to uh, the fine no, people at PWA. Mean, right? It was so. shot in Adelaide. Well, you've seen Rat Daddy and AJ Istria's work on um, with a camera, so they they can uh, tell stories as well with promos. Yes, Tony, what's next? Probably can. Uh, Post COVID, boys, which international wrestler? So when we're allowed to travel into international league again, and people can come here and all that sort of stuff, uh, who would you Could like to see wrong. return to our shores? Yeah, so the reason for this is because um, we're going to be posting some listicles, some articles on Snapmares, and um, the first one we're going to do is who do we want to see in Australia post-COVID and uh, I guess like where you want to see them. Um, I'm not going to give away my number one because that's the only reason I'm writing the article, but anyone who knows me will know who my number one is. But, I mean, I'd love to see... Um, I have oh, gone blank. Oh, the Motor, Motor City. I'd love to see the Motor City Machine Guns wrestle against the Velocities. Oh, mm. I, I, I could imagine the Velocities. That would be a, a dream match for those guys. Well, I think they've dream. told us that it is. Probably, probably. Um, yeah, you can't go. I'd like to see. That. Yeah, I'd like to see Takeshita out again as well. So, um, he there's a heap of good opponents for him. Yeah, around the country. But, uh, uh, Lyle, what do you look, think? I want to see when Mayhem comes back on a Sunday afternoon, look after my uh, wrestling figure collector, JXT. I want to see him wrestle Your Joey nerd, Janella. My, my nerd mate versus Joey Janella on a Sunday afternoon, Tony. How good's wrestling on at four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon? Bring back Mayhem. So you re, re, rebrand the show, JXT Sunday Sesh, and JXT versus Janella, you reckon? Sunday Sesh on the... A Monday public holiday. We're on to something here. We're half booking the show already. This is good. Well, you booked a, one match, uh, but yeah. yeah. Don't, don't let me book the show be after a, the last time we did be that. A short, be a short show if you've half booked it with one match. We got Tony, the Sunday dare session. I ask. Good enough. I would like to see Joey Janetti. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? My shit, Marty Janetti. <laughs> oh, because you said bloody Joey Janella. Okay, yeah, that's the reason. Marty, oh, that, uh, that old chestnut, it's someone else's fault. I, I think I'd actually prefer to find a random person called Joey Janetti than have Marty come out. Oh, I'm telling you, the only way you're getting Marty Janetti in this country is him under the alias Joey Janetti. You might be <laughs> onto something here, Tony. You is that his shoot name? He, Tony, workers' names on the podcast, please. People oh, will find his Facebook and you don't want to read his Facebook. No, no you're right. Actually, uh, now that I think about it, I do remember seeing a couple of posts that may have been yeah, inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're moving right him. along, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Time to announce our very, very special guest. He's a man who is going to get us over the line, I reckon, boys. Uh, pause, pause, Tony, because... Um, Jeff's going to be. 
All right, guys, time to move on to the part that I've been waiting for. It's our final celebrity endorsement. Hang on. Hang on. Why don't we ring Jeff? And he can bask in our glory. Yeah, no, he can. But is there any chance that I could actually introduce it first, what we're going to do before we get him on? I guess. All right. We're about to bring on our final celebrity endorsement. We've been given three challenges. We've met every challenge. We've had Vulcan, the great gladiator, uh, security guard for James Bond, all that sort of stuff. We've had Glenn Ridge, the great quiz uh, host, of course, with Sale of the Century. Is there any and chance now, that the third person's going to actually mention uh, mention us? I, well, I've asked them to. He is the greatest baseballer of all time. What? That's what we were asked to get. Let's get, guess, let's get him on. Let's get Jeff Hang on. on. Let's get baseballer? Jeff on. What basketballer? Sport? Basketballer. I don't know. They're all American sport. They're all the same. <laughs> He's the greatest basketballer of all time. Yeah. Okay, Joey G. He's won an NBA championship. All right. Well, let's get Jeff on. All right. Ring him. I'll dial his number now. Hello, this is Jeff. The Jeff Meister yeah. General. How's it going, mate? These are, it's these grunts from on the turnbuckle. I changed my number. How did you get my new unlisted number? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I got to talk to Hawkeye. This is it's Hawkeye, isn't it? Oh no, that's a tennis no. thing. Sorry, Hawkeye. What? What did you guys want? What? What? You <laughs> managed to do it. You actually managed to do it. We got, yes. We got Michael the biggest. Jordan. We got the biggest name in basketball. Michael Jordan. You got no, Michael. you never asked for Michael Jordan. You, know, you asked for the biggest Jordan, name yeah. in basketball. And we no, got I him. think you'll find I asked for the biggest name in baseball. No, no, no. You <laughs> said basketball. The biggest name in basketball, did you? This guy has won an NBA championship. He's won yep. two NBL championships. He's been an all-star in the NBL. He's been in Olympics. He's been, Four Olympics. He's even got a medal named after him. Or maybe his dad has. I don't know. Four Olympics. Hey? Four Olympics. Four Olympics. He's even and carried he the flag, flag as the Australian flag. captain. Ladies and gentlemen, our endorsement this week is from the very great, the one and only Andrew Gaze. Gaze! Yes. G'day, Jeff. Andrew Gaze here, and I'm hearing you're looking to book the On The Turnbuckle Boys. This is a real smart decision. They're led by my very good friend Tony Shebeki and substantially backed up by Welchie and Lyle on the show, and it's absolutely the right thing to do. But you better be quick because these blokes are in demand and one of the greatest acts I've ever seen. So... Good luck with trying to secure them. It'll be your win, and they will put on a fantastic show. So all the best, Jeff, in trying to secure them. And if you need a bit of a hand to uh, have a chat to the boys, just to encourage them to jump on board, feel free to give me a call. Good on you, Jeff. Talk soon. So there you go, Jeff. What did you think of that? Where is it? It wasn't what I asked for, but you guys did well. I'll give you that. You guys did well. Now, I've just got one question. You're not going to let this go, are you? Nope. Nope. You're going to be hassling me for the next two months to get yourselves on WrestleBrainia, aren't you? We've we've found out where you have your coffees, where you go for work, and we are sending people. And and you can just keep giving us challenges, mate, and we'll just keep meeting them because... All right. And have have you seen the social media, the public outcry of support from right. those three or four people. All right. All right. You've given me a headache. I can't believe I'm saying this. You're in. What? Can you say that again, please? Yeah. On the turnbuckle will be part of WrestleBrainia. Sound more enthusiastic. The comedy festival. Yeah. How can I sound more enthusiastic? You've worn me down. I've got this nothing left. The, but this here's is the a great thing. Great day for Australia. Here's the thing. This is what I want. Yep. Welchie, 
you're on the panel. And boy, have I got an opposition plan for you. He's an EPW tag champion. He's won multiple belts, not only across Australia, but also the world. He's a former oh, MCW champion. You, mate, have got your work cut out. I don't care who it is. You will. Now, Shebexter, yep. Mr. Certified Tick, you, mate, are my personal ring announcer. Fantastic. That's what I wanted to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done, Lyle. Tony. Well done. Lyle? Congratulations, Tony. You deserve that. Yeah, well done, Tony. And Thank Lyle, you. you come along, but you don't say anything. Yes. That's what I want. I don't want to say anything either. <laughs> oh. Just pretend it's an what? interview, Tony. Uh, Lyle, don't say can a word. Give me a, zoom, give me a Zoom five. Yeah, high five, Tony. So that means that I'm holding the team together. I am the captain. If you want. And not only that, but I'm going to put you guys on the very first show with the hardest I can find. Bring in the people. March March 28th on the turnbuckle at WrestleBrainia, Catfish Hotel, 4 p.m. Hang on, I've got to write this down. Do we have to pay to get in? Double. I'm checking my diary to see if I haven't got a conflicting schedule. Uh, uh, I'm meant free. to get a haircut. One of my favorite. One of my favorite things to eat in New what Orleans. What time do I have to be there? Po boy. Uh, that's a bit off topic, Tony. The catfish sells really good cheesesteaks, though. And great beer. You've got to be there at three thirty p.m. Welchie. Get I'll be there. At- hang on. Oh, I hang think on. I've got a game of footy. I'll be there earlier than that. that I'll be there earlier than that. Well, clear your schedules. Get yourselves ready. I've put you on. Now you're going to turn around and say you can't do it? No, we'll be there. I said that. I just said no. We'll be there. I'll see you guys March 28. Don't mess me around. I get paid seven fifty at the MCG. Will you cover that? $7.50? That's a bit rich. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to have to have a meeting next week because I'm not losing. We're Thank doing you, Jeffrey. Whatever. You won't regret it, I promise. Oh, still there. Hang on. Yeah, Bye, I'm Jeff. sure I will. I'll see thanks, you later, fellas. Thanks, thanks for coming whatever in. It, yeah. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. We're winning. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I'm making, we're making that no. final. No worry. So Jeff we'll have a chat next week. No, I don't think we won't listen lose. to the podcast, so... Um, next week we'll have a chat, but we're oh. definitely winning. I'm not leaving anything to chance. Yeah. Okay. I hope I, can, I hope my knee's going to be okay. We'll carry well, you up the stairs if we have to. I always knew Jeff was a smart man. Yeah. It well, took him a while to get home to his senses. Well done, boys. We've done. We've got what we wanted, and uh, that's a good, good thing. Oh, that's, I'm just happy for the people. Well, I'm happy for the people too because wrestling is on in earnest around Australia. And we're going to tell them where they can find it on Friday night. PWA presents Black Label. Tickets are sold out. So you can't buy them from anywhere, but you can catch it on Fight TV. Get on there and watch it. Saturday, the 30th of January, QWA have True Grit. That's on in Townsville. UPW bring you Valentine's Vendetta at Kabulcha. And the Newey Pro organization presents Horny. Oh, no. Who is it? Who's horny? Who's horny? Who's horny? Yeah. Is he, yep. a, well, is he like a Dutch writer or something? Who's? Yeah. Uh, the House of Free Fighting there for Who's Horny. Uh, DMDU sold out for Smashing Sand Castles in Melbourne. But we'll be there and we'll have a full report for you next week. Joel Bateman versus Charlie Evans in a death match. Fantastic. Yeah, looking forward to that. If you've got an idea for a podcast, contact my podcast house or on the turnbuckle through our Facebook page and we'll help you get on air. Tune in next week when we'll be joined by... We hope... We do get in the guest next week. Rowan Herbstreet. The... <laughs> that's, that's a big guest. Yeah, the new boss and of if FCW. We, if, if we don't get it, it'll just be an hour of us partying and celebrating. Um, well, it'll be an hour long... Um, You'll hear me chairing a meeting on how we're going to win WrestleBrainia next week. Uh, and I guess oh, we everyone should... should go onto the website and buy tickets to see us yes. at WrestleBrainia. What date was it that he gave us? 
28th comedyfestival.com and we should thank Hawkeye too for all his help in getting Jeff's number Hawkeye yes Hawkeye well stop calling him Hawkeye well he's the referee the tennis is on I'm just used to saying Hawkeye (laughs) (laughs) fuck's sake Tony Uh, this has been great this is WrestleBrainy has been the real winner this week Tony yeah no doubt hey uh, catches hope to catch you next week see you Saturday night yeah, I'll, yeah, see, I'll you see you Saturday night, though, a death match down under. If you do uh, see we'll us catch... on Saturday, if you yes. do see me on Saturday, um, I would appreciate a lovely seltzer from the bar So uh, we'll to help me there. celebrate being on WrestleBrainia. Exactly. He's not talking to it, just us either. No, 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 he's no, talking no, he's to, talking to anyone who sees yeah. him. Well, I'm definitely talking to you two as well, though. You, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, folks. Congratulations to us all. WrestleBrainia has now become a good show. We are on it. We'll catch you next week right here on the Turnbuckle.